Hello and welcome to the Kentucky High School Sports Podcast. This is Troy Howell. Uh, we have uh, Justin Haddix from Boyle County, the head coach there, on the show today. And uh, it's very exciting to be able to interview him to talk about the Boyle County Rebels. And um, his first year as coach uh, at Boyle County was last year, and he led them to a state championship, and he's got a loaded schedule this year. So uh, we talk a little bit about the schedule, uh, Boyle County's outlook, the the uh, his thoughts on the RPI, on the district playoff format, and uh, we also talk about uh, his days coaching at other places such as Corbin and uh, playing and winning a state championship at Breathitt County. So uh, it's a very exciting interview. Um, we interviewed uh, the Scott County coach, Coach McKee, uh, couple days ago so had him on maybe have a few more coaches on uh, before we start the season Uh, it's an exciting time Uh, if you follow me on twitter at t-e-e-r-o-y-h-o-w-e-l-l i'm doing a countdown of the um the top 30 teams in kentucky uh, for football and right now i'm on about number 15 so uh each day I, I give a new team and a little bit about that team. And I think when I get down to maybe the top five or top ten, I may start doing a video preview too to go with those. So, um, yeah, so just keep up with that. And then um, I'll be at the KSR Game of the Week, several of those games this week or this year. So um, we'll be writing recaps for those exciting games. And I'm sure we'll make it to Boyle, Boyle County or for one of their home or road games. So, um uh, enjoy this uh, interview with uh, Coach Haddix and want to thank him a lot for for coming on. Hello. Hey, Coach Haddix. Welcome to the Kentucky High School Sports Podcast. How are you doing? Doing good. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Um, so I want to talk a little high school football and talk about the Boyle County Rebels. Um, so what's it like to have a somewhat normal off season uh, after compared to last year? Well, I said, uh, you know, I started the job last year on February the 4th. It was my first day after school. And, and March 13th, we're all sent home. So, uh, you know, didn't know if we were going to have a season, didn't know anything. And then, uh, you know, last year, obviously going through that, it worked out good for us. But it was great to have a good off season. Uh, you know, see our kids in locker rooms again and, and you know, being around each other is, uh, you know, that's what football is all about. It's the ultimate team game, in my opinion. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's all about the team. Well, let's start with uh, last year. You mentioned you took the job um, right kind of before all that lockdowns hit and everything. So um, what was it like just trying to get the game plan together and just to get them ready for the season last year? Of course, it ended the way you wanted it to, but, what what was last year like? Well, it, it was a lot of, uh, you know, I took a new job, moved my family, and it seemed like I was the only one moving during any of that time. I said, so it was it was hard to, to fill a staff. We were trying to, to get some people, but, you know, not many people was moving during a, a pandemic. But, uh, you know, it worked out great for our, you know, the people here uh, kept a lot of the same coaches there and had a lot of great coaches here and, uh, you know, the community of, of what we could do and, you know, our kids just bought in and had a lot of great leadership on last year's team and, uh, you know, ended up winning a state championship, got where we wanted to be. 
Well, the year before, uh, as you know, um, Boyle County made it to the state finals and lost a heartbreaker to Johnson Central. I was at that game, and I, I saw, you know, how how tore up the kids were for Boyle County. So um, how focused, how, how much did that play into their focus uh, going into last year? Well, you know, I think that's just the expectations here, and, you know, that that's our thing. Our, our seniors have played uh, – you know, 39 of 40 possible games that they could play, uh, you know, in their career so far. So, you know, the expectations are to be winning state championships and not just playing in them. Uh, you know, our school's got nine, so that that's, uh, you know, what they want to do. And they they know what it takes, and, and they come in and work hard every day. And, and you know, we, we, we got a long way to go right now, but, uh, you know, we're going to work to get there. So talk about um, this year's team. What's kind of the outlook? Um, I know the quarterback is coming back this year and of course you've got a, a great kicker and punter and uh, Jackson Smith what what are some of the uh, your all's I guess strengths going into this year and then what are some things that areas for improvement um you know I, I feel like our defensive line uh, Tommy Ziesmer coming back and, and you know he's a uh, he's a big time kid and then Nate Rush who's been a played, played some as a sophomore started as a junior and uh, Dalton Pete's Another one on the defensive line, so we're returning a lot of our defensive line. Um, Colin Tiller is going to be a defensive lineman, linebacker type kid. Dalton Stone was a, our Mike linebacker last year for us. Uh, you know, really brings a lot of leadership to our team. Uh, Jagger Gillis is, is going to play defense again. He's playing there. Cole Lanner, uh, you know, who played corner last year, played a lot, did on offense, led us in receptions. So, you know, I feel like our defense has got some really good kids on it, and uh you know, doing some things offensively. Andrew Hardwick on our offensive line on the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, we, we've got some other guys there. Nate Rush is probably going to play a little bit on that side, too. Zach Mason was a, a senior. He's a first-team All-State last year, so we returned him as a guard. Uh, so we, we've got – we feel good on the line of scrimmage. We've got some other guys that we kind of got to continue to work there. Uh, you know, our skill guy situation, we've got Hayden Kelly, who was a – Played some last year for us on both sides. He's he's playing receiver for us. Uh, Jakey Tarter is uh, another big, tall, tight end type guy that we've got coming out. That it's going to be a good one. Then we've got our the basketball player. He came out. He played. He led us in scoring on our basketball team. He's come out and played Luke Enfield, and really first time he's played football. And he's looked really good so far. But we'll see when uh, you know when everything gets going and going there. So we, we've got some weapons that we have. Uh, Avery Bodner is another kid on both sides of the ball. He came in, had a big interception in the state finals as a, as a freshman. So, you know, he's going to be a really good, really good player for us. We hope, and uh, we just got to stay healthy. Right. Well, it sounds like that, and I watched your all's basketball team play a lot, and I like it that you guys have a lot of guys that play multiple sports. So, I assume that's something that the coaches at Boyle County support is uh, athletes playing multiple sports. Oh yeah, I said that. That's something uh, I want them to play everything. You know, obviously they're going to get in the weight room. They're going to work, and our coaches all work together. You know, our basketball kids they lift. Uh, you know, during basketball season, they come in early. They they get everything done. Our, our baseball players. We got a bunch of kids that play baseball. Uh, you know, in our school, everybody plays everything. We want them to play everything. Uh, it is definitely encouraged. And uh, you know, a lot of guys. Luke Jefferson was a made the big play for us on on defense. He's one of our better basketball players that we had. And, uh, you sure. know, Jagger Gillis made some big shots all through it. You know, obviously our starting quarterback and Mr. Football finalist. So, you know, a lot of those guys are, are multi-sport athletes, and I love them. 
Well, I heard somebody from Lincoln County after the region final in basketball say that they thought that Jagger Gillis was going to kill him in football, and he also ended up killing him in basketball. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was always he, – he made the big shots. I said that was one thing, just going there, it wasn't – and, you know, I think a lot of that goes back to, you know, if you're playing – and that's, I think, the beauty of, of kids playing other things. You know, the moment's not too big for them. You know, sometimes if you're never in those situations, if, if you're in a big-time – you know, district or region final basketball game, that's going to help them the next time when we're in a big-time football game. they got to make a play. They're not nervous. They're just going out and doing what they do. And if you've never been in that moment, it makes it tough. Sure, yeah, it builds character being in those pressure-packed moments. Um, so, and uh, you know, I was there. You mentioned the state championship game last year and the play made by Sheverson at the end. And I was there at that game. That was a very – entertaining day of football you had beachwood lca <laughs> followed by your game um which it's hard it's hard to see know which one was better they were both great games um <laughs> but uh just take me through that game a little bit like i think franklin county um was i think they it was just back and forth it was never within more than like three points or seven points the whole game mm-hmm. um so in franklin county they kind of took some of the state by surprise uh they knocked off Johnson Central was uh, a lot of people were pre thinking, hey, it's going to be Johnson Central, Boyle County. Uh, did that kind of throw your kids for a loop? Any that hey, we don't know as much about Franklin County. Uh, you know, in previous years they'd thrown a lot seven on seven and worked with each other some. Each other some. Uh, I know Coach James coached with Coach Smith at, at Boyle for a while, uh, so you know there there were some common people there that, that knew each other. Uh, Franklin County had some athletes, and, you know, they, they've got some more coming back. You know, the Farrier kid that went to UAB, he was one of the best receivers that we played all year, if not the best. So, uh, you know, they had a really good quarterback coming back that's played a lot of football, so he was a really good player. And, you know, that was the first time we had trailed, really, all season. You sure. know, our team had trailed against them, so it kind of shows a lot about our character, our kids' character of, of just keep fighting and believing in each other. And, you know, we made plays to win the game. Well, you know, something that, that I kind of thought of was the field goal by Jackson Smith in overtime that ultimately was led to be the game winner. And he did that after, you know, the game the year before, it was lost by one point, and there was a missed extra point, I believe, in that game. So how important was it for him to kind of go in and, and then make that kick on the field where he's going to be playing, you know, in the future? Yeah. Oh, we have we have confidence in Jackson that uh... – you know, he wanted that moment. He wanted to go in there and do it. And we felt like if we got the one block there, we felt like that would have been good right there before the game was over, you know, in, in uh, regular regular time. So, right, you know, it right. ended up getting blocked. He came back and, and made a big kick. Uh, you know, today we do a lot of pressure kicks and a lot of things. The uh, thing he hit a 50-yarder today, he's kicking off the ground. He's not using a, a block. So, he, he, he made a 50-yarder today for, in a big-time pressure situation for us in practice. So, you know, we have full confidence in Jackson in those situations. And then also, I remember in the overtime where, of course, you guys, he made the kick. And then Franklin County, the whole – it seemed like that whole overtime, they kind of seemed out of sorts. And and I think some of that credit might be to your defense. So, did you guys change anything on defense? Or just kind of take me through what happened there on, on that last defensive stand. Um, You know, I, well, they got the one play. I, I don't know how. I guess it was a third down right. play. <laughs> it looked like the ball hit the ground. But, you know, sure. I said that's a test to our kids. Our, our officials, you know, when you play this thing, and we say it all the time, you know, officials are, are in a bad situation. I never want to be one. 
But, uh, right. you know, they're not going to make every call right. You're not going to get every call. And that's just being mentally tough and, and control what you can control. That's what we say to them all the time. Control what you can control, and that's your attitude and your effort. You just got to come out and continue to play the game and, and give your best and everything else to take care of itself. And that was just a testament to our defense the whole game. And all our kids, well, offense, defense, and special teams. Sure. Yeah, it was just a resilient game for both teams. It seemed like a very um, – and 4A is loaded, and it is again this year too. Um, so I thought 4A and 5A were two of the most loaded classes. Um, yeah, but I was yeah. going to – There's a, there's a lot of good football teams. Yeah, I mean, it's very deep, and it seems like it's going to be the same teams again this year. Um, but I was going to ask about, um, you know, you mentioned last year you guys didn't trail hardly at all during the season. and Of course, there was COVID cancellations, and it was hard to put a schedule together. Um, talk a, bit, a little bit about your schedule this year, because, like, we we do the KSR game of the week, and, you know, we we pick a different school each week, and, Last year, it was probably going to be Danville Boyle, but it got, you know, with all the COVID cancellations and everything. Um, but this year, there's so many different games that could be the game of the week. There's so many. So talk about, was it, did you go out and schedule, like, beef up the schedule kind of uh, on, on purpose even more than last year? And does it have anything to do with the RPI or just getting the guys ready? Well, I, I think it's a mixture of all that. You know, I, I want to be, uh, you know, ever since I've, I've been a head coach, I've tried to have a very tough schedule. Uh, you know, things we're doing for our, our non-district schedule, get us ready for our district play in the playoffs and, and, you know, put ourselves in situations. You know, we played Mayfield when I was at Corbin. We played, uh, you know, everybody around. When I was at Perry County Central, we were scheduling Johnson Central. They wasn't in our district. Uh, you know, we were playing those teams. They had J.J. Jude and, and some of that just to get our kids prepared. And then it's getting in that atmosphere, that big game atmosphere of, of getting a play, it really, really kind of goes there. If you look at our schedule, I said we we start off with Taste Creek, which is 6A. You know, the RPI really kind of helps that. If you're able to win those right. games, you get more points. Playing 6A teams, uh, you know, playing at home in the playoffs is obviously important. Uh, you know, where you're not traveling and doing all that, so it it uh, it definitely went into it. Play LCA is our second game. Uh, state runner up, they return everybody. Seems like you know all mm-hmm. you hear about everybody they return. Uh, then we have Danville, obviously, big rival game. Uh, North Harden, Bowling Green, you know, then we get in our district play. We, we've got all Frederick Douglass in the season. We've got a, a very tough schedule, and, and our kids have, have worked hard this off season, and we're going to see what we got. Well, and I know that Lexington Catholic played, you know, gave you guys a pretty good game in the in the playoffs, and they returned a lot of players. What do you expect kind of from Lexington Catholic this year? Well, that's a that's a big rivalry, and uh, you know our kids, and, and you know it's it's a great. There's a lot of respect there. So they're a really good program. Uh, a lot of respect for them. Uh, I know they they lost a lot on defense from last year, but they returned a really good quarterback, really good receiver, and their offensive lines back. Uh, running back's a good player. He's back, so they're going. It's going to be a battle for the district. And then Bourbon County's obviously uh, Coach Jones, David Jones does a great mm-hmm. job, and uh, Anderson's kind of on the rise too. So it, our district's going to be tougher. And what do you think, I asked the other coaches, um, I'm not a big fan of the playoff format now where you play within your district for two rounds and then the RPI kicks in. I think that's going away in a couple more years. But uh, do you have any strong preferences one way or the other on the playoff format? You know, I, I don't. It's kind of mm-hmm. – it's it's one of those things, control what you can control. Uh, you know, we can't really make that choice. I know right. there's a lot of things going into it as far as money and travel and 
some of these teams doing this and, you know, a four seed from here driving two hours to play somebody else, uh, right. a number one seed. That may, you know, that four seed may not even win a game, and they're going here and driving two and a half hours. So I, I see both sides of it. And, uh, you know, we're just, we'll line up and play wherever they tell us to play. We're just thankful to get to play the game. Sure. And um, the last few things I want to talk about, I wanted to go back to your days playing at um, Breathitt County. Um, I was always intrigued by how good Breathitt County was, especially in the 90s and early 2000s. So, um, so kind of talk to me about, I guess, was 2002 your, was that your senior season? Yes, that was. I said, well, you know, we had a we had 18 seniors, and you know, I think of it all the time. I had a really great coach, Mike Holcomb. He's back at Madison Central, and I, you know, can't say enough about him and our relationship, what it is now. We probably talk every day, and uh, you know, just thankful to have a, a coach like that that put me in great situations. Uh, you know, we had a had a good group. Came off seven and five as juniors. I returned 18 seniors and, and ended up going 15 and 0. Uh, it was just a, a great time as far as that. Then I was able to go back and, and coach my little brother. I was an assistant in 2008. When we were state runner-up to Louisville Central, and he was the starting quarterback. So I was with him for his junior and senior year. And then uh, then I moved on to Perry County Central for four years, and, and I was at Corbin for six, and then moved on over here. Well, and, you know, I was looking back at the 2002 uh, 2A state bracket, and it looks like the – Fifty-two nothing in the finals over Corbin, but twenty-eight twenty-seven a close one. Was it Russell? I think in the semifinals. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? What was the difference in the semifinals? In the <laughs> well, that was a that was a big game for us, and and uh, I'd played horrible, and uh, you know playing quarterback, and I played safety, and we'd beat everybody to death, and, and you know nobody really played as close all year, mm-hmm. and uh, we got down in that game. We were down twenty-one to six, starting the fourth quarter. I turned the ball over. I threw a couple interceptions. I think I fumbled twice. Probably the worst game of my career. And I'll I'll never forget. Had a teammate. You know, a lot of times we talk about football being a special game and the ultimate team game. But had a teammate. His name is Casey Noble. He was playing defensive line. You know, I just turned it over, or did something, and I said that guy could have been jumping me or pointing the finger at me. Said, "Well, Justin's lost this one for us." And uh, you know, he, I remember him coming out, patting me on the back, and "Hey, you'll get it back. Let's go play again." And, you know, just being teammates and, and what it means to play the an ultimate team game and, and be for each other. I like it. And it sounds like you guys bounced back well in the finals, 52 nothing. Was Did they have running clocks <laughs> yeah. back then? Well, yeah, I think you had to be up 40-something. Yes, it was 35 nothing at halftime. So we kind of jumped up on them and, and laid it on them a little bit. And then uh, that transitions, I guess, finally to, you know, at Corbin, you guys had it rolling there and uh, made the finals twice. So, um, and I, one of those games I was actually at because I was at the game in 2018, um, home game where you guys hosted Danville early in the year and beat him, I think, 2018. Um, mm-hmm. I had come down there and wanted to go to a game and wanted to go see Lake Cumberland and see the Moonbow and all that down there around Corbin. Um so take me through those teams, uh, especially coaching Longmire, who's going to go to UK, and then, and of course that that game against Central in the finals that was an exciting game. Yeah, I said, you know, kind of starting off my first year at Corbin in 2014, I took over, and, and uh, we had Louisville Central. We were up 26 to nothing, and and I don't know if you've <coughs> seen it, but there was a we were up late, and they had to they threw a hail mary, six seconds left. 
the ball goes down the, the guy's leg. The Lake Ty Scroggins was coaching there, one of my good friends, and the ball goes down the kid's leg, kicks it up in the air, and the running back's just trotting down the field. He gets it. <clears throat> we tackle him out of bounds. They uh, they throw a flag, say we had a face mask. <clears throat> so, you know, the game's over. Then mm-hmm. we see a flag come up. We've got a face mask. I, I've already got texts from people saying, congratulations, you won. Oh. Did this, obviously, later on. <clears throat> but they got an untimed down from the seven and uh, got, got a slam and beat us. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It was a, that was a tough game there in, t- in the region finals in 2014. And uh, we just continued to get it rolling on from there. 2017, we went up and beat Louisville Central at Louisville Central. Mm-hmm. And the semifinals was a big game. <clears throat> and uh, then lost the ball, obviously, in the finals in 17. Played a really good team. I think that was the, the coming out party of Reed Smith and, and Reed Lander. They had a big game against us. Uh, in 18, we were able to, to beat Bull at home and then playing uh, Louisville Central in the finals. And I think we lost by one. But, uh, you know, a great experience there. And uh wish we could have pulled one of those out and won a state championship at Corbin. But, uh, you know, I'm just blessed to be where I'm at, and on a, you know, with great staff and and great kids in the great community here at Boyle County. Right, yeah, it's exciting there at Boyle County, and those fans are passionate. So um, I I thank you for being on, and I wish you guys the best of luck. I'm sure that the KSR game of the week will land at uh, a Boyle County game for at least one. It's just a question of which one, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> hey, That sounds great. We'd love to have you. Thank you very much for having me on. Okay, thank you. Have a good one. Bye.